Welcome to the Dr. Connect podcast, the home for open conversations, where top experts share their experiences and empower you with transformative education around cancer, health, wellness, and medical technology. If you're looking for better health, global partnership, and want to make a social impact, you've come to the right place. From sacrifice to celebration and the answers on how to turn your life around, please welcome your host, medical oncologist, Dr. Ludmilla Schaefer. Welcome to the Dr. Connect Show, the home for open conversations where top experts share their experiences and empower you with transformative education about cancer, health, wellness, and medical technology. I'm your host, Dr. Ludmila Schaefer, and I'm so excited to be bringing my years of experience as a medical oncologist to the podcast and television world. Have you ever made poor decision in a fight or flight response and then regret it? Many of us done it. On June 25th, I gave a TED Talk on organic bravery. It is a vital system that trains your body and brain to make better decisions in unexpected obstacles with more stable emotions that positively affect your life and the lives of those around you. Stay tuned on why it is important to awaken your organic bravery. In addition, if you are interested, what is happening behind the scenes in the life of people in healthcare? I share many stories in my book, The Other Side of Oncology, High-Octane Observations from the Medical Front. If you are looking for a better health global partnership and want to make a social impact, you've come to the right place. From sacrifice to a celebration and the answers on how to turn your life around. You can also find our interviews on the podcast. So listen, watch, give a rating and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you like our show, subscribe and comment what you like about the show. Go to the website thedoctorconnect.org and click the button, submit the question. You can either submit question or if you want to share your medical journey or health wellness story, simply type, I want to share and we will reach out to you. And if you are in the healthcare and want to make a legacy through your expertise or passion, you can schedule a free consultation call on National Impact Strategy. Whether you are a clinician, researcher, entrepreneur, mentor, working in the industry or leadership or coaching, you will gain tools how to spread awareness of your expertise. The burden of healthcare costs in the United States rising in unsustainable way. According to the Journal of the American Medical Association in the United States, It spends more than any other nation on healthcare with cost approximately 18% of the gross domestic product. I'm so thrilled because I am joined today by a very special guest, Dr. Jeremy Seller. He is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with 14 years of experience. He is currently practices in South Carolina in a thriving mid-sized private practice. He lives with his lovely wife and two young boys in Central South Carolina. He is a founder of Simple Strength MD. 
where he helps guide busy professionals become the best version of themselves by developing critical nutrition and fitness habits. As orthopedic surgeon, he takes care of patients every day. He specializes in surgery of the foot and ankle, and he is a parent too. He is the best because he is a surgeon and fitness coach, and he shares even healthy recipes of pancakes. So stay tuned. Dr. Saller advocates for healthcare system. He has been published in Authority Magazine. So stay tuned because you will learn a lot of practical and evidence-based information. Welcome, Dr. Saller. Thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you because you as orthopedic surgeon who specialize in and look at all aspects, nutrition, exercise, diet, so many things. I just can't wait to learn more about everything what you do. So before we start, can you tell us a little bit of your backstory? So I'm currently an orthopedic surgeon. I practice in South Carolina and I don't have any family members in my family that were in medicine. I'm the first generation to go into medicine. And my backstory starts with a college injury. I was playing flag football and I was diving for the opponent's flag. And somebody who was coming up to block me accidentally hit me in the face and I fell to the ground. I knew something was wrong. I couldn't see anything out of my eye. And the next thing I knew, I was in the emergency room and I was told that I had a cheekbone fracture and I would need surgery. I met my surgeon the following morning and I really just remember that he had a major impact on me. He was very confident, very caring, really answered my questions in a lot of detail. And I thought to myself later, I think of a few days after the surgery, that this is something I could really see myself doing. That's amazing. So why orthopedic surgeon? And you also do nutrition and exercise training. So we would like to know a little bit more about you. Well, that experience really impacted me. So I knew I wanted to do something in a similar capacity where I'd be able to help people through traumatic experiences. When I went through all my different rotations, I really gravitated to the surgical rotations. And I really liked the idea of taking either a deformity or some traumatic event, such as like a broken bone or injury, and taking somebody through this you know, major problem in their life and then providing a very tangible solution through fixing the fracture or the ligament injury or the deformity to make their quality of life better. In orthopedics, it's very concrete, you know, how we can help people. Can you describe and share with us what are common things you see in practice? Well, I see a lot of problems. You know, I do pediatric and adult orthopedics. And in my current practice, I have a mix of kids and adults. And a lot of the adult problems I see, whether it's a joint issue, a tendon or a ligament issue or a bony issue, a lot of it's related to poor bone health or poor joint health in one way or the other. And there's a lot of things that we do in our daily lives in modern society that have a negative impact on the joints. And some of these are due to certain addictions, whether it be cigarette smoking, excess alcohol use, or even one that we don't really think of, probably the most common legal drug in our nation is excess sugar. So increased sugar intake leads to inflammation, leads to weight gain, and all sorts of problems that have a negative effect on our joints and our bones. Bone health, Dr. Saller, it's not something that we all wake up in the morning and think about it. 
you know, a lot of times we think how we can, you know, have better diet or maybe try to prevent heart attack, but bone health, unless problem occur, we don't really think about. And now interesting that you brought up not only bad habits like smoking, alcohol, but sugar. I mean, we all eat sugar. In fact, people don't know that even milk has sugar. So can you describe what is the tool that you're using in your coaching session, in your practice that you're using in terms of utilizing sugar as a bad habit? Well, one really great tool for helping reduce your sugar intake is replacing things that you normally would have that have a lot of sugar with healthy snacks or healthy meals. And so I've incorporated this in my own life. Over the last year, I've really focused on my own health. And over the time, I've basically been able to make these small changes to replace some of the things that I used to put in my diet with healthy items. And I feel a lot better. I have less inflammation. I'm not struggling with some of the joint issues that I was dealing with before. And I think it just takes small steps. One big example of this is personally throughout our training, you know, we need a lot of caffeine. We work long hours. Sometimes I get up very early. I take call. And so I used to drink a lot of Coke and a lot of caffeinated beverages or carbonated beverages. And I've cut those completely out of my life, but I had to do that slowly. And the way I did that was replacing it with some sort of flavored water. And then over time, now I don't need the flavor. I just have the water. The other thing is just a lot of us at work, we're busy professionals. You're trying to get through the day. You get stressed. You get hungry. What do you do? You go to the vending machine and you get a candy bar. You get some chocolate covered nuts or something like that. And it makes you feel great for a few minutes and then you get a crash. And so what I do now is I bring healthy snacks to my clinic and I know when I'm going to have them. And usually it's kind of around mid-morning and mid-afternoon where I actually have the healthy snack, something that I enjoy that doesn't have sugar like natural peanut butter and celery or almonds or fresh strawberries. And it kind of gives you that same great feeling because it's something that tastes good, but it has, you know, a little bit of natural sugar with fiber and it's not going to spike your insulin levels and spike your glucose like having some sort of processed food will. I actually learned about you before I came and I realized that a lot of people in the community and in the nation called you as orthopedic surgeon who breaks the chain. What does it mean? Can you tell us what is that tool that you utilize and why everyone calls that you break the chain? What does it mean? Well, I sometimes talk about that with patients. And again, it's these addictive habits that we have. So we want to break the chain of addictive habits in our life. And the way we do that is we first got to recognize we have a problem. So there's something that's enslaving us or, you know, we're in bondage to some sort of addictive habit. In this case, we talk about sugar. You know, cigarette smoking is a big one as well. And so the way you break that chain is by coming up with it first, admitting you have a problem, and then coming up with a game plan to replace that bad habit with a good habit. So in addition of bad habits, what other tools you utilize in by helping other, not only physicians, I know you work with physicians and medical professionals because, you know, it's a lot of different new tools needs to be done to make all employees and healthcare system healthy, but also for entire population, for everyone who sits at home right now and listen to you. What other tools are you utilizing? Well, one big thing that I like to focus on with my patients and clients, and it's something that I've had to learn myself as well with my own health, is you really got to think about what path you're on. 
And so if you're walking down a path of health and wellness, are you walking down a path of disease? And so I realized in my own life with a lot of my addictive habits that I was sort of enchained to that I needed to change my path or change my trajectory from treating my problems or disease to engaging activities that help me prevent them. So we really got to change that trajectory from treatment of the problem to prevention of the problem. And one example of that is, is in a lot of my patients, I see a lot of patients with plantar fasciitis. It's sometimes difficult to recognize. It's usually the symptoms that people have is they'll have a very severe pain on the bottom of their heel. Often they'll have it when they first get out of bed in the morning. And the way a lot of people describe it, and it's interesting, I had it myself about nine months ago. And the way a lot of my patients describe it, it's the, exactly the way I thought of it when it happened to me. And it feels like you have rocks in your heel. So you get out of bed and it feels like you're walking on sharp rocks. With the plantar fasciitis, often what I try to get patients to focus on is what are we going to do to fix the problem, but also prevent it from coming back? Because many patients that have similar problems, such as plantar fasciitis or other issues with bones and joints, we can fix the problem quickly with doing some sort of injection or some sort of intervention, but the problem is just going to come back. And so what I like to get to my patients and my clients to focus on is what are we going to do? What underlying problems do we need to address to not only fix that problem, but prevent that problem and other problems from coming back. And so if we can get that calf muscle stretched out and strong, and then we can also get that plantar fascia stretched out and also break up any scar tissue that is formed in there from all these microscopic tears, then we can fix that plantar fasciitis, but also prevent it from coming back and hopefully prevent other problems from coming back like Achilles tendonitis or other issues with the ankle or foot or even the knees or hips. That's a lot of information. Thank you for explaining all of it. And right now, as I was listening, it brought me to example, I actually had broken three bones on my foot and I was on a scooter for three months and I felt, Dr. Seller, like I lost my freedom. And it's so absolutely like when we have a normal bones, we can walk, we can function, we actually underestimate. But when this situation like this happened, like I lost the freedom. Do you feel like the patients tell you about things like that? And what can we do to cope with this? Often when you lose your freedom, it's very easy to get depressed or to get frustrated. But one thing that I've learned, I've learned this in my own life, dealing with some injuries that I've had or some problems, is that the loss of freedom sometimes can create a sense of purpose. And that sense of purpose, patients can use to fuel their recovery and change their life habits to help them down the road where they can excel even further in their health than they even dreamed of before they had the injury. So you want to gain that sense of purpose as you go through that period of life where you lose your freedoms. I absolutely love it. Gain sense of purpose. I didn't even think about it. So besides the nutrition and bone health, I actually did a lot of search about you. And I also found out that you are specialist in the pancakes. And you are the first orthopedic surgeon that I'm meeting that actually speaks about pancakes. Can you tell Why pancakes? And isn't it unhealthy? (laughs) Those are great questions. So pancakes have been something that's been near and dear to my heart 
since I was a child. I think a couple experiences as a child that I had. Every now and then, maybe, you know, a couple times a year, I'll eat McDonald's pancakes because it reminds me of my dad. It always puts a smile on my face. And I think those pancakes are delicious, probably because of the memories that I have associated with them. But over the last four or five years, I've started making my own pancakes. And that started because about three years ago, I made a decision to leave my current position as a pediatric orthopedist at a children's hospital that I really loved and pursue another interest of mine, which was foot and ankle orthopedics. It was an area that I really wanted to learn more about. So I decided to make a difficult decision to go back into training and do a foot and ankle fellowship. And I did that fellowship in Washington, D.C., about three hours from where my family lived. And so I had to live there during the week, and I would come home on most weekends, unless I was on call, and I would spend the weekend with my family. And it was a very difficult time for us because I didn't get to see, at the time, I had one boy. And so there was a lot of guilt that I had because I wasn't spending as much time with my son during the week because I was doing my fellowship. And so on the weekends, one thing that I did This is kind of similar to what my dad did with me, except I made the pancakes at home, is I made pancakes for my son. I realized that I wasn't very good at it at first. My pancakes always turned out flat and rubbery, and I realized that maybe I didn't pay enough attention to the way my mom made the pancakes when I was a kid. And I thought, I'm going to have to learn how to make these pancakes, you know, delicious so my son eats them. And so I kind of studied about pancakes. I bought some books. I, you know, looked into some blogs and I figured out all these techniques to help make the pancakes really delicious and fluffy. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a website just to help other people figure out how to make pancakes. And so I actually created a website called thepancakedoc.com to kind of broadcast some of these techniques that I learned to make pancakes. Now that I'm focused on my health, I probably don't eat as many pancakes as I did a few years ago, but I found some ways to make some healthy pancakes. There's plenty of ways you can make pancakes healthier by using low-carb flours. You may be using a little less white flour, incorporating wheat flour. And the thing that I love to do now is I'm trying to incorporate these health habits to my two young boys. So if you would like a healthy pancakes, go to Dr. Seller's website, thepancakedoc.com, and you will learn not only healthy, but also fun recipe for the pancake. Thank you, Dr. Seller, very much. So in this situation, when we use in situation of the pancake and the family, you know, I'm as an oncologist and obviously consuming a whole lifestyle. And a lot of times, you know, we in medicine, it's not just career, it's not occupation, it's a lifestyle. So we have to use some distraction. So it's almost like the power of distraction that you go and spend time with family and utilizing pancakes. Can you tell me what other tools you are teaching community? I've heard that you are such a great coach, how you trying to incorporate not only in your practice, but also for entire the community. Can you tell us about the power of distraction? Well, it's interesting. You know, a lot of times we think of distraction as a bad thing. You know, we're all trying to find ways to focus more and not get distracted on whatever we're doing. But sometimes the power of distraction can be something that's really good for us. And a big example that I would give pertaining to health is a lot of us are working jobs where we have a lot of stress, we're working long hours. And healthy habits that you can incorporate can be a very healthy distraction to the stress that you encounter. For an example, for me, I've been incorporating workouts three times a week in the morning when I first get up. And they're quick. You know, they don't have to be an hour workout, 15, 20, 25 minutes. 
And I look forward to those workouts now because it kind of sets me right for the day. I feel better, I'm energized, and I go to work, and I'm actually more focused. So being distracted on the exercise before I start my day, instead of being distracted on some habit that maybe is not as healthy, like spending an hour scrolling through Facebook, I can start my day right and then actually be more focused throughout the day. The other thing is, you know, my healthy eating habits. So I bring snacks to work that are healthy and it's usually about 11 o'clock in my clinic. We're busy. We're falling behind a little bit. The stress levels are getting high. Sometimes I'll have some patients that come in with some really severe problems and I'm thinking about what I'm going to need to offer them as a solution and try to help them. And I'll take a quick five-minute break, pull out my celery and natural peanut butter or whatever it is, and get distracted, put everything down, drop everything in terms of thinking about what I'm going to do for that patient, and eat my snacks and drink some water. And then I go back into the room and I've reset my brain and now I'm focused on the problem and I can come up with a solution for the patient. Actually, I'm glad you brought this up because I went to your website the Simple Strength MD. And I was thinking orthopedic surgeon and simple strength. And there's so much valuable information there. Everyone in the audience, I strongly recommend that you go to Simple Strength MD. Dr. Seller, can you tell us why Simple Strength? What is it all about? I really wanted to offer something to other physicians, other busy professionals that feel like they can't do it all. They can't be a good father, good at their career, and keep their health in line. And the reason I know that there's a lot of people that feel this way is I was one of them. And so I put my career and my family above my own health needs. And so I wanted to create this website that has very efficient ways and practical ways that professionals can improve their health through strength training, through mobility training, through habits of better nutrition, making healthy snacks, making healthy meals at home that don't take all night to do. And the idea of Simple Strength MD came to me because I wanted to create something that was simple and not too complicated because sometimes nutrition and fitness is very complicated. You just discuss, and I'm sure a lot of people in the audience share how busy we are with our jobs and all activities every single day. And at some situation, we feel guilty. Either we don't spend enough time with our family or maybe not enough time for ourselves, or maybe we did not accomplish enough tasks for the boss or for the chair. Whatever it is, we feel guilty. So how can we convert, let's say, guilt to action? Is any recipe from the surgeon perspective? Yeah, I think that's really the critical thing. Guilt really doesn't serve any good purpose for us other than the fact that sometimes it can be the thing that spurs us into action. Okay, so I think a lot of times what we do, and I've been guilty of this, no pun intended, is that we have these really big goals that we want to accomplish in our life. And in health and fitness, it's no exception. So you say, I'm going to start you know, this yoga class. I'm going to go four times a week. It's an hour long. Or I'm going to start this strength training program. And I want to gain you know, so many pounds of strength or muscle in three months. Or I'm going to start this weight loss program. And I want to lose 20 pounds in three months. And often we make these really lofty goals. We're destined to fail those goals. Then we get discouraged and we feel guilty and we think, you know, I'm just going to go back to my old life because I can't really make these changes. Instead, let's use that guilt to inspire us to take smaller, realistic actions in our life that over the long term 
are going to make a huge difference. Thank you very much, Dr. Saller. I enjoy so much and I'm sure the entire audience. And before we finish, I would like to ask how people can reach out to you for all this valuable information. So one of the easiest ways would probably be to find me on Facebook or Instagram, Dr. Jeremy M. Saller, MD, on both platforms. They can also look at the website, simplestrengthmd.com, and reach out to me there. Those are probably the easiest ways to start out. Thank you very much. I so much enjoy having you on our show. And everyone in the audience, please go to Simple Strength MD and connect with Dr. Saller in any possible ways. Thank you very much for your expertise. Thank you for everything you're doing for the community, for every single citizen. There's so much to learn about bone health, about improving our health, and especially from orthopedic surgeon standpoint. Thank you, Dr. Saller. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure being here, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. Thank you for being with us on the Dr. Connect Show. Do you have a question, an idea for a topic, or would you like to share your experience or expertise? Go to the website, thedoctorconnect.org, and don't forget to follow up on social media and join and subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Doctor Connect. We are super excited to have you on this journey with us. Thank you for watching and listening, and we are looking forward to seeing you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Connect podcast. If you like what you heard, please take a moment to leave us a rating and let us know what you think. Do you have a question, an idea for a topic, or would you like to share your experiences or expertise? Reach out to Dr. Ludmilla Schaefer at thedrconnect.org. And don't forget to follow Dr. Schaefer on LinkedIn. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Check out the show notes for all the links. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to connecting with you soon.